and welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of Nailed It with St. Joe. Hopefully you had a great weekend, and thanks for kicking it off with me on Monday. Just want to say happy Father's Day uh, to everybody. Hopefully you got to spend some time with your dad and enjoyed it. I just want to say uh, happy Father's Day to my dad, uh, who is hopefully listening to the podcast uh, faithful listener each week. So thanks for that, Dad. I just want to say I love you very much, and thanks for being there for every step of the way uh, with me for 50 years now. And I wouldn't be the person I am uh, today without your love and support and guidance. Uh, so thanks again, uh, you know, for being my friend, for being there. I enjoy the uh, the weekly talks that we have. Uh, check it in. And, uh, of course, when you come down and visit and get to see uh, you with uh, Elijah and fishing and doing everything that you guys like to do and enjoy the time spending with you, it's just a, it's just a treasure and a treat uh, in order to spend that time and do it. So thanks again for everything, and uh, I can't wait to uh, spend some time again with you in the near future. So uh, with that... Um, Hopefully everybody else uh, got to, again, spend some quality time with their dad uh, if they can and enjoyed that time. I want to give a big thanks uh, to uh, the, the, uh, the other uh, people uh, in our Unfiltered Studios uh, podcast lineup. Uh, I know um, I was on the Refiltered this week uh, as a guest, and uh, thanks for letting me do that. We had the second annual Dad Jokes episode, and it went very, very well. It was very funny. Uh, we all got together and had a blast doing that. Um, I know Beebs had on Finding His Way, Finding Your Way, uh, a story about his dad, and that was a really good one. So if you want to check that out, that was something you should definitely do. And then um, our buddies over at the Two Penny had um, Mike, uh, Mike's kids were on, and Jay kind of interviewed them. Uh, and uh, it was really cute that what they did. So uh, definitely, if you guys checked it out, that was uh, something that you should have done. And uh, if not, tune in this week and see what the surprises are. Um, there was also a big announcement uh, this week. And I want to give a big congratulations and a big shout out to our friend Kev at the Refiltered. Uh, the Stupid History Minute uh, is really what the uh, the big whoop de doo is about, is that uh, if you have been listening every day, which you should be, uh, you have heard that there is going to be a Stupid History book. Uh, so with the hard work that Kev has put in uh, to do the Stupid History Minute is now going to turn into a Stupid History book. So uh, well-deserved. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, I know that you put in some hard work on that, and I believe later in um, in June, yeah, if not early July, I, I, that the book is going to be available. So keep an eye out for on the shelves for that, um, or the show notes in uh, the Stupid History Minute, and I'm sure you'll be able to. It'll be available everywhere. Uh, but congratulations again, man. That's a good a big accomplishment. So looking forward to uh, to seeing it. Um, but when Kev was on last week, we, uh, we started talking about uh, baseball and some things were brought up about sports movies and what were 
because there is a ton of different sports movies, what were some of the, the best sports movies out there? So I did a lot of uh, looking around and a lot of thinking, and there are a ton of movies out there. So I wanted to go over this week and kind of list a couple different uh, genres that I have here and talk about what I believe, uh, in my opinion, and you may agree or you may not agree, but you know what? That's fine. That's what makes the world go around. Um, if in order or whatever, um, what my favorite movies are. Um, so since it was it came up during um, baseball, I think I would start off with baseball. And, and for me, this, this was the hardest uh, category by far was baseball because there are so many good baseball movies. Um, I think and if, if when I'm looking, there were probably more baseball movies made than any other category. Um, and it just seems like because it's maybe America's favorite pastime, I'm not sure. But there are a lot of baseball movies. But if I would narrow it down, um, if for me, I'm just going to rattle off the top five that I have and maybe give a little blurb. So for me, the number one baseball movie, uh, in my opinion, is Feel the Dreams. It is one that I could watch over and over again, and it is just such a good movie. Uh, it's got such a great storyline. It's got some history, some nostalgia. It's got great actors in it. Um, I just like the movie, and for me, it will always be the number one baseball movie, uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, number two, uh, oddly enough, has Kevin Costner in it as well. Uh, it is Bull Durham. Uh, it is a good movie about kind of the, the what you do as a up-and-coming baseball player, or what you should do, maybe what you shouldn't do. Uh, but I'd love to see the the um, the action um, of what it is as a team and how it how the interaction between rookies and veterans and and baseball players and things like that of of how the team interacts and what it should be. Um, and then of course the Susan Sarandon character um, is just hilarious on how she 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 plays into the team atmosphere and and either helps it or wrecks it depending on um, on how on who she's dating or so forth so um, the the love triangle between uh, Nuke Lelouchin and um, Kevin Costner's character um, Crash Davis uh, um, is just it's, it's pretty funny that how it affects everybody so um, really good movie Bull Durham number two number three uh, for me is Moneyball uh, the real-life uh, kind of story about what they did in order to change baseball. I think Brad Pitt played this role of Billy Bean. Uh, fantastic. I think when you look at him, you're like, oh, really, Brad Pitt? But he, he kind of laid into this role fantastically. Um, I don't think – I can't think of anybody else that would have played that role looking back now. I just can't see anybody else to say, man, I, who else would play that? Brad Pitt fit it perfectly and um <clears throat> excuse me to see the the inner workings of the team and the management and ownership and players and um coaches and everything and how i love how jonah hill's character pete 
how he's sitting there and, and you know, how Billy's looking at him in the, in the management meeting and saying, what do you think about this? And he's like, nope, I don't think we should do this. And then he's like, are calling other managers or GMs and saying, all right, I, w- I want so-and-so, I want so-and-so. And they're like, nope, can't do it. And he's like, all right, I'll call you back in five minutes. And, you know, they're the players that they, how they traded them and they just really puzzle pieces that they, that they put together and came up with a team that ended up winning. Oh, Kev's going to yell at me, but I, th- I think they ended up winning like 20, 22 games straight, something like that. But, um, and then doing what they did with, with scrappy players. I mean, it was just, it was a great, great story. So Moneyball number three for me, great movie. Number four is The Natural. Um, just a, a, a classic movie, uh, dare I say a classic movie, but a, a really good baseball movie just in general. Um, Robert Redford, um, again, I think was made to play this role um, as an older player coming up through the ranks, you know, on a younger team, not really given a chance, and then goes out there and becomes yeah, a superstar. Um, I think my favorite play or my favorite part of the movie is when he knocks the cover off of the ball. Um, I think that's really a funny part of the movie. And um, and then another part is when he, of course, he breaks his bat uh, because he made the Battle of the Oak Tree, uh, Wonder Boy. Um, just another another great part of the movie, and and there's 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 another bunch of special parts of that movie. But the, the Natural is a really good, um, just old time baseball movie. Um, I think my my other one of my other favorite parts is when he gets off the train and he and he strikes out uh, Babe Ruth. Um, that's a really good, a special moment in the, in the movie too. But, um, and then the last one for me, number five is the Sandlot. Uh, I don't think you can have a baseball list without having the Sandlot on it. It, um, it has so many quotes that you, you come from the movie. Um, I mean, you know, you're killing me smalls. That's probably the most famous one that people say, but, um, this is a movie about childhood, what it's supposed to be like to be with your friends, to play baseball until it's dark, you know, to go out and come home. They even play underneath the fireworks. I mean, this is this is maybe the epitome of a baseball movie as a kid. Um, you know, you hit it over the fence and it goes to the dog and then it's gone. You don't get that ball back. Um, and then when the kid goes home... Um, and he gets the, the ball that's signed by Babe Ruth. And, you know, he says, I don't know what he's going to carry anyway. It's signed by some girl. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just just funny. There's the, that, to me, I don't think you can have a list without the Sandlot on it. Um, for here, this may be the only category that I'll have an, on, an honorable mention because it was just kind of too hard to narrow it down. Um, for, number, for an honorable mention, I'm, I'm going to say a league of their own. Um, just because for diversity alone, to talk, have a movie that's solely based on a woman's baseball league, I think was great. And, you know, the with Tom Hanks in there as a struggling alcoholic coach to get a, another shot, um, he, he, he makes that movie pretty good. Um, Tom, the League of Their Own is a good movie. And then the other movie 
that could have been there is 42. Um, Chadwick Boseman playing um, Jackie Robinson and the story of Jackie Robinson, and of course the diversity there of, of coming up through the ranks in the in the color um, in the in the Negro League. Um, very very great story to see how he overcame that. Um, just a really good good movie. Um, so pretty hard to narrow down baseball, but. Moving on to basketball, I think basketball was probably one of the easiest ones to say this is the number one movie. I don't, I don't think anybody's going to argue to say that Hoosiers should be the number one basketball movie on their list. Um, when you go down beyond that, it could be a, it could be anything. So for me, from number number two, I have the movie Coach Carter. Um, when I was looking at a lot of movies, I realized a lot of these movies in sports are based off of real life characters or real life stories. So um, I like Coach Carter. Um, that is based off a real story. And in fact, we just watched it uh, a little while ago with my son. And I mean, this is a movie that's all about um, building character, building endurance, building a, a winning value in your team, uh, you know, strength in academics. Uh, just doing the right thing, and uh, Sam Jackson plays Coach Carter. Just plays him really well, and and I, I just like that. It's you know getting kids to do the right thing and get them off the streets, get them more educated, and get them you know to sign a contract to say this is what I'm going to do to do the right thing. Um, so I think I think it was a really good movie. Um, number three I have is the original Space Jam with Michael Jordan. Um, I think that that was, um, um, I'm not going to say life-changing or anything for Michael Jordan because he made so much money, but it was, it was definitely something different uh, to have a cartoon movie um, and have a, a, you know, an NBA player or somebody do something like that um, for that time. I think it was, I think it was different, um, but definitely um Michael Jordan couldn't do anything wrong uh, during that time period. Um, so to have Space Jam uh, as a basketball movie, I think is uh, is, is pretty good. Um, it made a ton of movie and still still to this day. Um, I mean, look at LeBron tried to remake it. And I, I want to say that they're having another one come out of Space Jam 2. I want to say, but the second one wasn't nearly as as successful as the original one but um but yeah lebron lebron has a space jam tennis shoe um uh, jordan had a space jam tennis shoe he tennis shoe he had clothing and everything like that and it just, everything just sold and it was just ridiculous so um space jam number three uh number four i have uh, the adam sandler movie named hustle uh, this is a really good movie. Um, it was about uh, Adam Sandler is a scout, and he goes and finds uh, different players, and and he found a player that was a streetball player uh, that eventually got drafted by the NBA, and it was a really good um, movie to see, um, kind of how that happens. The the um, again the inner workings of of the scouting of the player and how you get the tryouts and what you do to go through it and. Um, it, it, it was a good story. 
Um, so I have that on there as number four. And number five, I have the new movie uh, with Ben Ben Affleck and Matt Damon about the Michael Jordan shoe story, um, the Air um, Michael Jordan Michael Jordan story. It is a really good movie. If you get a chance to see that, you should. I think uh, uh, Damon and Affleck will probably get some credits or nominations for writing because that is a that, again is a really good story, um, and everybody knows that story about how he did and uh, how much money he made off it, which is amazing. Uh, moving on to football, uh, football, and this again, I think I'm correct in saying that everybody's number one is going to be the same movie, but maybe not. Um, but for me, my number one football movie is Rudy. Some may say that's not a football movie. I don't know how they're not going to say it isn't because there, maybe it's a maybe it's, it is a um, perseverance movie or, or uh, something like that. But but. Rudy to me is my number one football movie. Um, number two, uh, remember the Titans? Great movie. Denzel Washington does a great job as the coach, um, and the overcoming of diversity again in that movie. Um, great movie. And then number three, I have as We Are Marshall. Uh, if you do not know the story of what happened at Marshall and their football team, uh, you need to look it up. You need to watch this movie uh, because it this this movie does a fantastic job of telling you what happens and what they need to do to overcome it. I mean, the town was basically devastated, and um, and and they do a fantastic job. And if you want to talk about somebody that fits the role, um, an unlikely person, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, plays the coach in this in this movie, and it, it, that is somebody that you're like, there is no way that doesn't make any sense. But I tell you what, he plays the coach, and it it makes sense. I mean, there's some speeches that he gives in there, and you're like, man, um, that was pretty powerful. And you know, there there's there's some moments in there that you you come out of there and you're like, wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, Number four on my list is Friday Night Lights. Uh, great, great movie. Um, I think some people may be more familiar with the series, the TV series Friday Night Lights, which is also fantastic. Uh, but the movie here, um, Billy Bob Thornton did great. Tim McGraw was in there. Um, he did great. Um, just a good story. Um, yeah, I mean, just a great movie, and uh, it, yeah, I'm really good to see what the what the small school hometown uh, football is about, and what what kids will go through in order to do anything to play football, and it's crazy. It is crazy. In Texas, there is no joke. No joke. Football is no joke. Uh, so it is. It's sad in a way um, because they will put their body through anything in order to get make the coach happy. But it's a good movie. Um, and then the last one, number five here, is Jerry Maguire. And yeah, I put Jerry Maguire in here as a football movie because Jerry Maguire revolves mainly around him being a sports agent for football players, um, and it's just a good movie. Um, 
so yeah, Jerry Maguire had a land in football, and I could have replaced it with a couple, but um, I like Jerry Maguire, Cuba Gooden Jr., did great as uh, Roy Tisdale, and um, you know, landed the big contract at the end, and and uh, you know, was it a romantic movie? Was it a um, who knows? Uh, you, you can label it whatever you want to, but I'm labeling it a football movie. I'm putting it in there at number five, and I'll be perfectly fine with it. Um, it was a good movie. So, uh, boxing. I'm going to move on to boxing. When I think of boxing, I think of one uh, movie right away, and that is the original Rocky. Um, standing at the top of the stairs, screaming, yelling in Philly. Um, I mean, there's a statue there right now where he's at exact spot. I just can't think of anybody that would be more appropriate to be in number one spot than the original Rocky. Uh, number two is Raging Bull. Maybe, maybe some people will say Raging Bull, but I think Rocky deserves the number one spot. Raging Bull is a great movie, but I think number two would be Raging Bull. Number three I have is Million Dollar Baby. Uh, this is probably one of Clint Eastwood's better movies. Um, Hillary Swank does a great job as a female boxer. Uh, this is a, a great and sad movie. Um, it shows you the the um, the horror of what can happen in boxing, and uh, just a, it's a sad, sad movie. Um, but it does show you the pain of boxing. Um, but you should definitely take a look at it. This is a good movie. Uh, four number four I have here is Creed. Uh, the first Creed with Michael B. Anthony um, playing the Apollo Creed's son coming up. That is a good movie. I think there's three of them now, so they're definitely doing good in the box office and continuing it. So Creed, the original, uh, Creed is my number four. And then number five I have here listed is Cinderella Man. Uh, this is one with Russell Crowe. And, I mean, the title kind of gives it away as Cinderella Man, and you can kind of see what happens. But... Um, it, it, this is an, another longer movie, kind of a um, get takes a little bit to get into, but it is a good movie worth the watch. Um, and and again with Russell Crowe, it kind of makes because of the star power that he has, it kind of makes the movie move along a little bit. Uh, moving on to hockey, uh, when you think of hockey, you think maybe there's not that many movies. Uh, but there is. I looked, you know, when I looked into it, I'm thinking, okay, there's some more movies than you realize. Um, everybody's thinking, oh, The Mighty Ducks, that's the only one I can think of. Well, yeah, The Mighty Ducks was one of the movies, but uh, the first one when I think of hockey is going to be Slapshot. And, um, you know, I immediately think of the triplets and um, people dressing up as Halloween costumes as the triplets to go for years and years. Um, and just the menacing triplets that they were on the ice and, and bullies, really, that they were. Um, but Slapshot, uh, great, new, great, great, uh, great movie. Um, probably one of the original hockey movies anybody would think of. Uh, for number two I have here is, is Youngblood. This is a very um, good hockey movie. Um, lots of old school hockey in here. Um, Patrick Swayze. Rob Lowe, Keanu Reeves uh, are three of the youngsters that are in this movie. And it's, you know, kind of a up-and-coming hockey player 
um, with a Rob Lowe that and it has to go through the the ranks um, with a vet, grizzled veteran of of uh, Patrick Swayze, and um, it's a it's a rough movie to watch because of some of the scenes. I mean, there's a concussion scene in there where um, one of the players, I think it's, I want to say it's Patrick Swayze that hits his head on the ice, and it, it, it's pretty rough because they didn't wear helmets back then, and they, or they could have chosen to, and it's it's pretty graphic and violent, but um, but it's it it's a good movie to watch, and and um, I don't think you're going to learn anything, you know, super special out of it, but it's it's a you know, I'm not gonna. I, I, maybe I'll equate it to like a Roadhouse movie, um, but it's it's a good movie. Um, third on the list I have here is Mighty Ducks. Um, I, you can't have a hockey um, you can't have a hockey list without Mighty Ducks. Emilio um, Estevez, I think that probably saved his career. Um, so, yes, that's a good movie. Um, number four, we talked about a little last week, was The Miracle on Ice. So the movie Miracle, Herb Brooks, um, the story about uh, the um, Amer uh, USA team beating the Russians. Uh, great movie. Kurt Russell uh, playing Herb Brooks does a great job. And uh, then uh, rounded out, I have a number five was Mystery Alaska. This was a little more of an um, indie, indie film really that uh, didn't get a lot of play um but it was a really good one it has I, uh, russell crowe was kind of the main main character in this one too and it's just more about the hometown hockey team and how important it is to be on the team and and team atmosphere and um it, you can actually kind of come away with this one it has a little bit more substance so uh, you can watch this one with a family um there's a little bit more meaning behind it. It's more than just a hockey movie, uh, if that makes sense. So it, it, it was uh, that's it made my list. And it's a good, good, uh, good movie to, to check out. Um, then I moved to golf. Golf um, has you know probably three movies that everybody can think of in golf. So the top three I think are maybe would be interchangeable. Um, Number one for me is going to be Caddyshack, just because it's been around for the longest, um, and I think it's probably the most iconic. I mean, you've got Bill Murray, you've got Chevy Chase, you've got um, um, Ted Knight, you've got uh, Roddy Dangerfield. I mean, just, you know, the cast alone has got so many people in it. You've got a lot of things, catchphrases and things like that, too, that, that at the golf course today you're doing. I mean, I, I mean, if I'm out with my friends and they're trying to make a putt or something, I know I'm yelling, you know, Noonan, 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 or doing things like that. So it all comes from Caddyshack and the things like that. So, um, I mean, Tony Romo had a commercial about the Cinderella story and everything, trying to make it to the U.S. Open and Carl Spackler and everything. I mean, you can get a Carl Spackler dressed uh, character in in the, uh, I don't want to say it's the Tiger Woods game. So it's definitely, a, a, everything is about Caddyshack. So um, really good movie. And uh, I think it has to be number one. Number two for me is Tin Cup. Um, this kind of reminds me of the uh, 
the guy guy the other week um, that came out of nowhere, the California uh, PGA pro. Um, I can't even think of his name right now, but um, it kind of reminds me of that story where, you know, Tin Cup came out of, you know, our, wherever he was in Texas and, and um, he just, he, he, you know, comes up and could win the open and do everything and comes down to the last shot, you know, and drills it um, after, you know, four or five drops and he, he puts it in the hole, uh, he sinks it on the 12. Um, it's just kind of crazy, you know, but that's what, that's what it kind of reminds me of, uh, that kind of story. And, and it, it's a good golf movie too. Um, the third one on my list is Happy Gilmore. Um, great Adam Sandler movie, funny movie. Uh, and again, it made mainstream. There's, there was a commercial on with his, uh, his coach, um, the guy that lost the hand. And it was like, all you got to do for, it was for a credit card. I think it was for like MasterCard or something. And he's like, all you got to do is come up and tap, tap, tap it. And it, it, I mean, it's just pretty funny that that even made it back into it. But um, yeah, great movie, um, funny movie that you should watch. Um, everybody's probably seen it. They've all, everybody's probably tried to tee off and hit the ball like Happy Gilmore at one time or another. Um, I know I have, so I, I it's, it, just funny, funny story. Um, the fourth one, I bet you a few people have seen this movie. Um, it's called The Greatest Game Ever Played. Shia LaBeouf was the main character. I played like a young Bobby Jones. Um, it, it, it's an okay movie. It's nothing special. Uh, the fifth one on my list, which is The Legend of Bagger Vance. Um, that one's probably more popular and more people have probably seen. Matt Damon played Bobby Jones. Uh, did he play? No, he played. He didn't play Bobby Jones. He played another character. What did he? I can't remember his name. Um, because he beat Bobby Jones in a in a match. Um, but anyway, and Will Smith was um, Bagger Vance, who had this some kind of magical powers that showed him the lines and did everything and showed him how to read everything. And um, but it was a it's a, it was an interesting movie to say the least. And it was, it's a good golf movie. Um, but I don't think it did very well at the box office, but it was an interesting movie. So, um, the last, uh, last, uh, category that I have was kind of like, a almost like spoofs, um, if you will. But these are funny movies that I would watch at any time if they're on too. So, uh, number one that I have was Dodgeball. Um, that's just a great movie, too. Um, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Um, so Dodgeball is, Dodgeball is a great movie. Um, Blades of Glory uh, is kind of a spoof on um, ice dancing. Uh, Will Ferrell and Will Arnett. Uh, great, great uh Two comedians that would do great in that movie. Uh, Waterboy. This is where I put the Waterboy. And you're like, why wouldn't you put it into football? Well, because I found a category that I can put it in on its own. So this is where I put the Waterboy. Um, and then there's a show. This one is called The Best in Show. This is kind of a spoof on on um, the Westminster Dog Kennel Show. Uh, and and it's, it's about what people do to make 
their dogs ready for this show to win best in show and these people are crazy and they will do whatever they can and it is it's a very very funny movie um not a lot of good actors in it but it is very funny to see what they will do and how they dress up their dog and what the 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 links that they will go through to get their dog ready to win best in show very funny movie and then the last one we talked a little bit about last week too was um cool runnings and the jamaica bobsled team uh just a really good really good movie uh so you should definitely check that one out if you have a chance because it's very fun um other than that um i can't think of any other movies that um i'm sure there's some that people are going to say oh what about this one and why didn't you mention this one you know what that's okay um, i'm sure that there are some that i missed and I'm sure there's some that uh, could be on your list, but that's why you make a list, and that's why I make a list. And you know what? That's okay. If you want to make a list, uh, and you want to have, and you have your podcast, and want to lead it on, read it on your podcast, you can go right ahead. But if not, that's my list, and that's what I am sticking to. So, um. Moving along and going on that, uh, I went back and I listened to some of the older podcasts and I did it because um, I've had some suggestions to say maybe that my podcast doesn't really reflect like what the name says or, or you know, it may need to be more about uh, some just some different things. Um, so I want to try to have segments that are are relatable or, or, you know, keep it, keep it good, keep it fresh, keep it new. Um, so, you know, I've had the hammer time, um, segment, which I do and, and I'm, I'll, I'll keep that. I like that segment. And if I have something that I can throw in there and say, Hey, this is what's on my mind that needs to be talked about. Great. We'll throw that in there. Um, the blessings and things that I have, I like that one and I will keep that in there and I can throw that out there, but it's not easy to come up with a blessing every week. Uh, I just don't have a pocket full of them that I can do. And, um, you know, might, might be able to talk to some people to find them out. Um, but I have to, you know, think of them and come up with them, um, each and every week. And it's, it's not as easy as it, as you may think it is. Um, so I wanted to, um, Think about uh, what well, really what happened is I was um, I was sitting in church the other day um, and I was listening to my priest who was giving the homily and he was saying that there is no no place that you can get anything good or hear about anything good. Um, at all. Uh, so he said, in, in, in today's world, we're fascinated with the bad news and gossip. And if you look at the landscape, there isn't a single channel that shows us or tells us something good that is happening in the world today. So I wanted to start a new segment um, that is going to be called, I feel good.
So with that, um, I'm going to tell you um, a few good stories and read them to you and see, um, see how it goes. So, I mean, the reason that that resonated with me so much um, on why, you know, when, with his message and he said, you know, there wasn't anything to say good, that there's good. And yes, that's true. Um, we all want the water cooler talk. We all want that funny TikTok uh, meme, a TikTok video or meme or something like that. And we want to be the one, uh, the first one to share it with our circle of friends. And I mean, that's just human nature, right? So if I can do something to alter that cycle just a little bit and do something and share something good instead of bad or mean or funny or maybe sometimes even hurtful, then I can do my part. Because when he mentioned, um, mentioned in there, he said, you know, when you share that bad news, he said, every, it's almost like blood in the water your fangs start to grow and you, you get that taste of blood and then your, your, your tongue starts to fork. And really it, it's, it's the devil almost in a sense taking a hold of you and, and wanting you to spread that, that vial, um, which isn't a good thing. Um, so I want to just try to lighten your day a little bit, give you some stories to say, here's some good stuff that's going on in the world. And, you know, maybe end it on a positive note versus that you can go out and say, you know what, this is, this really made my day. So, story number one. A police officer was captured on her dash cam, scuttling after a tiny kitten on the side of a busy highway. Officer Estrada is seen in the video pulling over her vehicle on the Las Vegas, Nevada highway. She quickly approached the terrified kitty, saying, Are you okay? The Nevada State Trooper had to hustle over the gray feline when it bolted further into traffic. She finally rounded up the animal, which, had, which hid in the glove compartment box during the drive back to the station. Nevada State Police tweeted, We have received many calls about a kitten on the on-ramp to a busy highway. And Trooper Estrada quickly responded, the kitten was given some tender loving care by officers who decided to name it Trooper Kitty. Story number two. Elephants are one of the holiest animals in Hinduism. Also, yoga was invented in India. And it is, is it any surprise that elephants really like doing yoga? At the Houston Zoo, elephants participate in a static or slow motion stretching practice, much like yoga, for between 30 seconds and 5 minutes a day to help them strengthen muscles while stimulating their brains and bodies. During their yoga, the zoo's elephant keepers are able to get a full look at their entire bodies from trunk to tail, as well as check on their range of motion and if anything seems off, they will call over one of the five staff veterinarians for a checkup. To help them keep motivated to move, the elephants are rewarded with special treats like whole wheat bread, cantaloupe, raisins, or bananas. 
on top of the regular diet of roughage. Tess, the nearly 40-year-old mother of four and grandmother of one, is standing on her head, keeps limber with, most, with the most number of moves of any of the herd. Mathiah, a 54-year-old matriarch, takes things a little bit easier. Cultivating strong, positive relationships with our elephants is critical to providing them with the best health care to ensure their well-being is put first, said Kristen Windle of the Houston Zoo Elephant Supervisor. And finally, I'm sure everybody uh, has heard the story about the uh, Colombian children in the um, that were found from the crash plane. So four Colombian children from an indigenous community who survived a plane crash have been found alive after being lost for five weeks in the jungle. Um, four Colombian children who miraculously survived the plane crash that killed all three adults on board were rescuers or hot on the trail and unconfirmed reports said they might have been found deep in the Guajavier province but now the military rescue squad who had found castaway items they were using to survive finally managed to locate the youths and bring them home after a harrowing five weeks in the jungle. Sounding like the beginning of a young adult novel series, the crash took place on May 1st and a route between the cities of Arakawara and Amazonas province the San Jose del Guavia, a city in Guavia, Providence. It took two weeks for Colombian military and rescue units to locate the crashed Cessna 206 light aircraft. The units followed a trail of castaway items, including a baby bottle, hair scrunchies, scissors, and a plastic wrapping to several areas where the children aged ages 13, 9, and 4, along with a 12-month-old baby, sheltered and found food to eat. The grandfather of three, the three girls and one boy told reporters he was delighted at the news of their rescue. So I'm telling you this and just to say that there's miracles all happening around us every day, and we just need to be more aware of them. As the old saying goes, we just need to stop and smell the roses. So if you have something that has happened, uh, something great that has happened to you this last week, or something that may be happening to you in the upcoming week, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at naileditwithstjoe, and it's, that is naileditwithstjoe, S-T-Joe, at yahoo.com. And I will share it on next week's episode and even give you a shout out. Um, don't forget to check out the great lineup of podcasts that we have at the Unfiltered Studio family. On Mondays, you'll find my podcast. And thanks for tuning in and listening. Tuesdays, we have Mama D and Pedals of Support. Wednesdays, we have Keb and Beebs on the Refiltered. And Cindy releases her first uh, episode of hypno-wellness. Thursday is Beebs again on his own with Finding Your Way. And Cindy releases her therapy portion of 
hypno wellness. Um, every day you can check out uh, the Stupid History Minute. Uh, and then uh, we also have our friends uh, over at um, the Two Penny that released their episode uh, on Fridays. Uh, so please check them out if you choose to. Um, and then I guess, again, every day you can check out the Stupid History Minute uh, for your listening pleasure and a soon-to-be-released Stupid History book. Um, you can find me on Twitter if you choose to. That is where I am most active. Uh, you can uh, tweet me at St. Joe UNF Pod, and that is Saint S A I N T Joe UNF Pod. Uh, please do that if you choose to. Um, but yes, um, please uh, like, share, rate uh, the podcast. Uh, again, it's growing every week, but that is going to help me grow even more and uh, be found organically. Uh, so if you can do that and help me out, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I just want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, again, I certainly appreciate it. Have a great week and remember to work hard, play hard, but whatever you do, make sure you nailed it. This podcast is a production of Unfiltered Studios. If you would like to know more about joining Unfiltered Studios, please visit our website at unfpod.com for more information. Mm, nailed it. <laughs>